I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh, man. Almost forgot I had one this morning, but I'm okay. I'll tell you where I am in a little bit. You know, I, I get around, man, there's so much. But, man, good morning, everybody. Um, You know, today I, w- I was having a, a conversation with my wife last night. And we were talking about um, our plans. You know, we often sit down, you know, just like a married couple. I mean, you know, you know, we're married. You know, we have children. We have aspirations. We have hopes. We, you know, I mean, you know, we have things we want. You know, when you're married, you know, I mean, it's important to sit with your partner. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's common sense, really. It's important to sit down with the person that you've chosen and decided to share your life with and and have multiple conversations on a lot of things. And we try to make sure that all of our conversations aren't always just business-related and always kid-related, you know, because that 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 becomes, it's a part of it, but it, it, it weighs so much on the marriage that because that that's the grunt work of being married, you know, your children, your family, your bills, your your mortgage, your your car notes, you know, the what's due, what's coming up. And if you're not careful, you'll you'll start that becomes the focal point of you all's conversation. And this woman or man or person that you've decided to have this life with, all of a sudden, they're an extension of your business. And you guys become business partners or whatever, and and, and it just gets so. Anyway, I'm just saying that that it's important to sit down and have these conversations, but it's even more important to have 
the other conversations. You know, it's, it's important with the person that you're planning on making the run with to sit down and talk about other things, you know, on, on a more upbeat note. You know, uh, we were having a conversation and she was reminding me of what she loved about me. And then I, in turn, was turning around telling her the things that I admired about her and loved about her. And we kind of have these all the time, you know, where we sit down and we talk about the things that we still enjoy about one another. Or we may talk about some of the things that we miss in one another. But we constantly have these conversations about appreciation. You know, it's so important, man, that the other person feels appreciated. So these things are important. But we got into the conversation deeper last night. And I was telling her about this idea that I had. And that I wanted her to help me with and and make a phone call for me because she knows these people. And I was going to be doing this. And then my wife reminded me of something. Now, once again, you know, as always, you know, when I'm talking to you, I just keep it as real as I can. I don't know the Bible inside out. I, I can't quote to you scriptures and tell you exactly where it is. I just, you know, I heard her say it, but it kind of blew by me. I was I was telling her about something I wanted to make happen, and she reminded me that there's a scripture somewhere, and somebody emailed it to me today, I'm sure, where the Bible reminds us not to be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for something. And, you know, it, it really mattered to me at that point yesterday that she brought this to my attention because how many times I've been guilty of that in my past, and I've learned better now, but every now and then I need to be reminded. You know, and um, I think what that what what she was saying to me was, you know, I've gotten to a point in my life and and we all should get to a point where, you know, you you've heard old people say this. If you're going to pray about something, then don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Back to this. Be anxious for nothing. Don't if you're going to trust in God, then do that. And trusting in him means sometimes you got to be patient. God has never been too late. You don't know the plan he has. You don't know. You don't really always know his will. You definitely don't know his route, his way of doing anything. So he's always on time. He's always been there on time for me. He's always been there on time for you. How many times have you thought it was over only to find out it's really just begun? How many times have people wrote you off? There are those of you who have lost jobs, but you are still maintaining. But man, God has already began the turnaround process for many of us. Some of us lost jobs and now have better jobs. Some of us lost jobs and now has forced us to rekindle that dream and that vision for a business we had. Sometimes the mishap is the thing you need to make something good happen. See, a lot of times we get so comfortable in our life where we just... um, we get complacent. We, we just settle in. And when this is it and this is what I'm doing. But in actuality, God has a tremendous amount of abundance for you. He has an amazing amount of things. He has all these boxes packaged up with your name on them that he's willing to ship if you would just 
align yourself with some of his will so you could get some of these things. How many times have you thought it was over and it didn't really go over? How many times have you thought, have well, this is it, and it wasn't it at all? Well, how many times have you thought, well, it don't look like this going to work out, and it didn't work out, but then something better came along? How many times has that happened? You've, you've got to realize this, man. I was talking to a family who had got displaced from the Katrina uh, thing that happened down there in New Orleans. And man, I, uh, when they said, yeah, we got a displaced from Katrina, and I braced myself because, oh, woe is me, here comes this story. I got to hear this and I got to be encouraged and think of something. It was totally different. They totally, totally blew me away. Man, the brother said, man, it's actually the best thing that ever happened to my family. And I went, whoa. And he said, yeah, man. He said, because what happened was, he said, I got settled in. He said, plus, I was doing some things outside of my marriage down there. He said, I was doing some stuff in the streets I ain't need to be doing. He said, man, it all got washed away. We thought our life would never be the same. But he said, man, my life ain't need to be the same. He said, man, now we live up here in Texas. We got a house. Don't know nobody. He said, I ain't got nobody I know to get into trouble with. He said, man, I done rediscovered my wife, how beautiful she really is, how much my family really was counting on me. And he said, man, it straightened me up, man. He said, so I got to tell you, Steve, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, that's not always the case, but it's how you look at a situation. But just don't be anxious for anything because God got a fix for you if you just let him work. So just stay on course. Stay focused. Don't lose faith. Don't be anxious, man. Just just stay in the wheel. Let God work with you. He got some great stuff in store for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. My microphone on. <laughs> it's Friday morning. It's my mic on. Sound like it to me. Hey, man. Good morning, everybody. In all the markets that we are live on this morning, on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What a glorious morning. Let me tell you what I awakened, awokened, <laughs> whatever the proper it word is. Good. Don't What's worry. the proper term, Shirley? I awakened, I, say, yeah, I, I would say I awakened. I awakened. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I awoken this morning. <laughs> you always go left when I say go right. <laughs> that I needed to hear. What's that? What's that? What's that news? That Biden had taken the lead in Georgia. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Crystal, you got it ready? You got it ready? Georgia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just an old sweet song. Yes. Stop right there. Yeah. Oh, oh, my, my. I knew he was going to train. I said Georgia. I said it too, Ray. Ray, I said it too this morning. Now, let me say this here. Thank you, Crystal. What has made me overjoyed more than anything Win, lose, or draw. Mm-hmm. It got to the first controversial state that was fighting us hard on was Michigan. 
But I do want to thank everybody in Milwaukee. Yes. Who showed up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They jumped and, that and, thing off. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And gave us mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Yes. yes. But when it got thank contested you. and it looked like victory was in grass, all of a sudden it got down to Wayne County. Yes. And Lord have mercy. Here <laughs> come that damn Detroit. Yes. Yeah. As yes. the brother said in Detroit, we done gone from picking cotton to picking president. Woo! That one mattered to me, dog. I don't know who your name is, bro, but Steve Harvey got mad love for you. Now, it done turned to two more places, Pennsylvania and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Waited patiently. They still counting in Pennsylvania. I'll get to that in a minute. But Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia, showed up and showed out. I want to thank everybody, man. My brothers and sisters, man, showed up in the polls in record numbers, man, have had affected an election, and we have proven something to ourselves that we can affect election, that our voice does matter, and black lives matter, and now they all finna know it. And we sitting up waiting on who now? Philly. <laughs> 105.3 WDAS. We wait no Philly, man. And Philly clowning on them. Here come Philly next. Now, say what you want to say, but black people have brought about a change in this country at the end. I know you didn't want to hear that, Mr. Trump. Ask the CLO after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, before we get to Ask the CLO, Steve, okay, some breaking news in case you haven't heard. If you were sleeping overnight, somebody got some sleep around here, right? Joe Biden has taken the lead in Georgia, okay, (laughs) with over 900 votes, something like 917 votes he's ahead right now. Yes. Come on, Steve. Oh, I bet you never thought it would be us. That's an old sweet song. It's Georgia all over your mind. Oh, Donald. Donald? You didn't rewrote the song. Oh, it's all about us. Cause black lives really matter. You didn't think we was gonna show up, but our ass was at the pole. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, listen, Steve, it is time now for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer okay, in cool. the building. All right, Atlanta. here we go. And on deck now, ladies and gentlemen, on deck for the championship voting block of black America. On deck in the batter's box, Philly! (laughs) Waiting on Philly! Come on, Jill Scott and Neil. Uh-huh. Patty LaBelle. All right, this one is from Daniel in El Paso, Texas. Daniel says, I'm in my early 30s, and I was dating a woman that has twin sons that are four years old. I've been with her since the twins were born, so I helped her raise them. I ended our relationship three months ago because she's controlling. I told her I'd be present in the twins' life as much as possible, and she calls me daily, saying the twins miss me or they're crying because I'm not around. 
She's manipulative, and she thinks I can't see what she's up to. I love the twins, but I can't stand her. What should uh-uh. I do? Uh-huh. Keep loving them twins, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep loving them twins, stay in their life. They probably are crying, man. The kids don't understand sometimes. They probably are. But if you stay, if you stay vigilant, if you call them when you say you're going to call them, pick them up when you say you're going to pick them up, yeah. they have something to look forward to. It's when, it's when we as men disappear that we traumatize children the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay in their life. Stay active. On the phone, FaceTime. Kids know how to work, man. They know how to work with what it is better than adults do. Stay in their life. Don't go back over there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you, CLO. Love the kids. Can't stand her. (laughs) Tyler in Lansing, Michigan. Jesus, I've been there. (laughs) Tyler in Lansing says, uh, I'm a 26-year-old female, and my roommate is a garden tool. We've been friends since eighth grade, but when we got older, she changed. The other night, she went out, and I went to bed. I woke up late to get some water, and there was a guy on our couch watching TV, eating my chips and drinking a Coke. He said he was waiting for his friend to finish having sex. The Uh guys left. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's right here, right here in black and white. The guys said, the guys left, and I told my roommate that she's putting us both in danger by being a careless nympho. She told me I need to loosen up a bit. I'm stuck in a lease with her. So how should I handle this? Wow, that's pretty serious. Well, yeah, if you stuck in the lease with her, both y'all names is on it, we in a touchy situation. Oh. She needs to loosen up a bit, though. (laughs) How much more loose can you be? Yeah. (laughs) There's a dude on your couch that your roommate don't know eating her chips and Coke. You in the room having sex with another dude she don't know. It's no more loose than that. Yeah. Right. 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 You have taken off all the strings on the garment. There's no threads holding it, and the wind is blowing. I don't know. I don't know how you could do this. You could... I don't know, you know, you could probably say to her that you're moving out, Mm -hmm. that you can't do this no more because you're endangering your living uh, conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, Your life. (laughs) Small claims court is an option for things like this. Breach a contract Uh, or something, Steve? Yeah, something like that, and you could get out. Anytime you feel a sense of endangerment in your living space, you have a case. Because nobody should feel unsafe in their homes. At home. And mm-hmm. so if she doesn't understand that, uh, I think that, you know, maybe you just bounce, you know. Mm-hmm. I know that's hard because, you know, she probably counting on half. Yeah. The, half the, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she could ask the apartment complex to give her another apartment. Meaning mm-hmm. she would stay She's not breaking the lease with them. You know what I mean? Still being in the property. See, that would just, be cool. But she's, yeah, but she still got to come up with that other half of the rent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, see, maybe the apartment will work with her because of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I would I go down there and talk to somebody. talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's the true. leasing mm-hmm. office. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. work with her. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. Um, what'd you yeah. say, Junior? You can lock on your room, though. Yeah, but he's in the living room. Yeah, but he's in the living room. Yeah. But dog, now I'm a prisoner in my house now. Now I can't come out because there's people sitting in the house. 
Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on. Um, this, this sound like yeah, that's deep me. right there. Carrie in Orlando says, "I've been using online dating to find a good woman because I work a lot. Don't feel like hanging out trying to meet someone. I finally met a beautiful woman with an athletic bill. She loves the Lord. She's drama free. The only problem I have is with her hair. I, I I don't I never know what color her wig will be. How do I let her know without hurting her feelings? Is there a way? Yeah. All you got to do is say, baby." I've seen a lot of your looks. Here's my favorites. I love yeah. this about you. I love mm-hmm. that about you. And I love this about you. And I love that about you. Those are my absolute favorites, baby. So I don't, I, look, I don't know how you feel about me. You might not even care about how I think, but. <laughs> Man, if I if that black hair, that's so nice. Prank phone call <laughs> after <good>. this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in national Tick. news, Donald Talk. <laughs> Donald Trump. Tick. <laughs> yeah. Talk. Donald Trump resurfaces with more unfounded claims about the election. Uh, Joe Biden addresses the fears about the election. Plus, we have a serious warning about this weekend. We'll talk about all of this at the top of the hour, guys. But right now, (laughs) right now, Junior is in for the nephew with today's Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Junior? Can I have Georgia? I'm sorry. That's not it. I'm sorry. That's on your mind, Georgia, on your mind. I'm so sorry. That is not the prank today. The prank is, can I have your kidney? Run it. Hello. Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Brother Conley. This is Conley. Uh, how you doing, brother? This is Deacon Patterson calling from the church. How you doing today? Uh, Deacon Patterson? Yeah. Just doing fine. And yourself, sir? I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, the church is behind you on what you're going through. And we, we praying for you, man. We know all about the, you know, you going uh, into surgery on Friday to get your get your pancreas removed so i wanted to give you a call man have a word of prayer and let you know that we all are, are pulling for you and we know that that the man upstairs is going to pull you through this success well god bless and keep you uh that deacon god bless and keep you because i tell you i'm going through something here me and my wife we've been talking about it and uh we've been praying on it and it sure is a wonderful thing to to know that your church is with you and, and y'all thinking about me in prayer i've I've, I've really had to take this this to the Lord. I, this is a serious thing with me, and uh, I ain't never had an operation before in my life, and right, I right. know I need it. My wife yeah. made it clear, the doctor made it clear, and I believe I'm ready to go forward, Deacon. And we're going to give the victory to who the victory, the victory is. Victory to the Lord, yes, sir. He's, he's the victory. He's yeah, the victory. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me have a word of prayer with you, Brother Conley, if you don't mind. Uh, just bow your head for me. Father God, we ask right now. We ask yes, right now that you touch Brother Conley, as he goes in on Friday, please put your hands on him. We ask, Father, that you hold on to the doctor that's getting ready to go and put surgery on him. Yes. We ask that you make sure that the doctor has got a a strong eye on that morning. Walk with him. We ask that that, that he got a steady hand when he got the scalpel in his hand. We ask that you hold on to him. Please. As yes. it goes into a surgery, because we know come Saturday morning, <laughs> the victory going to belong to Brother Conley and the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We know yes. all of this, but we, we, we ask that you take that pancreas and you remove it out successfully. Please. Close him back up like it was never been entered in before. Walk with me, Jesus. That's what we ask, and we ask you, Lord, at the same time yes. that they're removing this pancreas, Lord. We ask that you reach around his backside, and we ask that you... 
Touch his kidney, Lord. Touch his kidney and make it whole. Make it 110%. We want you to make that, that kidney like it's been the best kidney Excuse ever. Excuse me, known. Deacon. Deacon. That's Deacon. Deacon Woo, Pat, Deacon Patterson. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. There's nothing wrong with my kidney, Deacon. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. The Lord has is, Lord is made it where well, he's going to work on my pancreas. That's what the doctor's operating on. They done oh, prepped oh. me for it, and that's what they plan to remove. So uh, really? they, my kidney is fine. They did what they called one of them MRIs, and everything else is fine. They ain't working on nothing but my pancreas, sir. Right, right, right. Well, well let, 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 let me say, I'm glad you brought that up, because this, 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 this is one reason why I called you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, of course, I did call to pray for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, because yes, I want to make sure that, that 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 you make it through this successfully. But one another, another reason why I'm getting around to this here is uh, what I want to ask you. And I know we we you know we've never met face to face. I've seen you a couple of times, like I said, at the church. But you've been out most time uh, with your sickness and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. now, what what I was gonna ask you was yeah. It, 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 and I know this is, I hate to come at you in the final hour when you're getting ready to go have surgery and all that, but if, if you don't mind, if, if you could see it in your heart to, to, to see to do something for somebody else. Yes, sir. Uh, that's, that's the Lord's will. You're always supposed to help those who can't Right, right. Do but, it. And I'm glad you, you think like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when they go in on Friday morning and and remove that pancreas out, do do you think, that 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 they could go in and and get one of your kidneys, cause I need one. Hold hold on just a minute, Deacon. I, what yeah. you say? Uh, what, what you say? See 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 what else? See, I've been going through myself with a, a little ailment, and 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 I'm wondering if, if if I need a kidney, and I'm wondering if you can give me one of yours when they go in to get your pancreas. They gonna already have you open. Did you say you wanted them to take one of my kidneys? Yeah, and give it to me, cause I need one. You need a kidney. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, you already going to be laying there open. Wait a minute, mister. You need a kidney. I need help with my pancreas. You going to call me with some <laughs> like that, man? This ain't no work of the Lord. Now, you said, are you a deacon? Yeah, deacon yeah, yeah, yeah uh, like I said, Deacon Patterson, my name. But see, what I'm asking you is, what, what no, harm you ain't asking is it? me, man. Bro- Brother Conley, what harm is it if you already open and laying on the table? Oh, you ain't heard a damn thing I said, have you? I said, I'll be, man, you crazy as hell. Now, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to need to call the pastor. Because, see, it's a going on here. You say you knew? You man a damn new, mister. Matter of fact, you too damn new to know who you're talking to. What, what, what I'm saying is you have two two like you said, you say they did the MRI. And you're I don't to... give a what I said they did, man. I got two kidneys, you got two. One of yours bad, that's your problem, mister. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to get well, and you calling with this You say you a new deacon. You damn sure is. And you won't be at that church long. I tell you that because if I ever get close to your sister, we got some reckoning to do. What is it going to hurt for you to give me one of them kidneys if both them, if both them kidneys is good? It ain't going to hurt them thing because you ain't getting my kidney, man. It ain't going to hurt What What is wrong with you? Say, man, all I'm saying is if you're going to be open and laying on the table, what is it going to hurt for you to give me one? Oh, now you're going to tell me I'm open and laying on the damn table. What kind of a prayer are you in charge of, mister? Let me tell you something. Obviously, I need to meet you before I get to the hospital. And maybe I can help take out that damn bad kidney of yours. I can tell you that. We it out. You won't feel a damn thing. How about that? I'll be damned if you're going to call and talk me out of one of my damn kidneys, man. I'm trying to live just like you trying to. Let the Lord take care of me because what you're talking about ain't got a damn thing to do with Jesus. You can kiss my and get off my phone. That's what you can do. Can I say one more thing to you? What? Is you listening to me? Man. 
I done listened to you, and you ain't talking about nothing. That's got nothing to do with what's going on with me, mister. You running the game? If I could get to you, I'd put lead in your But can I just say one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Is you listening? For what? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter. Oh, Lord have mercy. That girl, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you all right, Brother Conley? Man, man, you done made me use language that I swear I don't know, but I heard my neighbors them using that. I done stopped a long time ago talking man. that way. Please forgive me. Lord have mercy. I, woo. Y'all, I'm going to have to. Lord have mercy. My heart is palpating here. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Mister, <laughs> this ain't me. This ain't me and you. I tell you what, and I, I, I enjoy Steve Harvey and nephew Tommy. I do, brother Conley. I gotta ask you one more thing, man. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. It's gotta be. It's gotta be y'all. <laughs> it's gotta be y'all. Hell, I don't even remember the name of it now. The Steve Harvey Morning. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord help us. I ain't gonna forget it now. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. After a two-day absence, Donald Trump returned to the podium on Thursday and continued to make unfounded accusations about the election with no proof as the remaining uncalled states continue to count ballots. Uh, Trump claimed, again, with no evidence that the election results are part of a conspiracy to get him out of the White House. Take a listen. (laughs) These really phony polls, I have to call them phony polls, fake polls, were designed to keep our voters at home create the illusion of momentum for Mr. Biden. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. See, let let me say something. Here's what he's never understood because he's never had to because he's been a rich boy all his life. That's what an ass-whooping is. (laughs) It's when you are winning by a lot. Yeah. And they start whittling away. Uh We were winning, like, really big. Mm -hmm. That's what happened in football games. That's what happened in basketball games. That's what happened in fights. That's that's called a comeback. See, but you've never had to make a comeback comeback. because you ain't never been in the back. But now, when you're experiencing your first national, worldwide, global ass whooping, this is your response to it. <laughs> One we more time. One more time. Global, international <laughs> ass whooping. You, we were winning. Yep, excuse y'all. me, excuse me, excuse me. It's not just domestic. It's global. <laughs> it's a global international. The, the world, world is watching this. Yeah, the world yeah. They <laughs> sick of you, too. And excuse me, one more point, Steve. Did 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 I hear him say Sleepy Joe or Mr. Biden? Yeah, yeah. He said uh-huh, he said uh-huh. Mr. Biden. Thank yeah. you. Because see, when you getting your ass whooped, that's Respect. that's that's Respect. like saying uncle. Yeah. See, uh-huh. now he Mr. Biden. He yeah. was Sleepy Joe for the ass whooping started. Right. Now yeah. he Mr. Biden. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect right. on my name. Ass whoopings change <laughs> viewpoints. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this. Old rich boy, good old boy, is experiencing his his first ass from he'd never seen it come before. He never had to make a comeback because he never been in the back. 
We were winning. That's all. We were winning, and now we're not. Stop counting the votes. If we stop counting the votes right now, do you understand you are not the president? (laughs) Right. Right. All right. Meanwhile, former Vice President Joe Biden, Mr. Biden to you, uh, spoke yesterday from Wilmington, Delaware, addressing concerns about the coronavirus pandemic and the election. Biden notably addressed coronavirus first before moving on to address concerns about this election. Biden said, Senator Harris and I just completed briefings on both COVID and the economic crisis facing this nation as we're reminded again of the severity of this pandemic. Cases are on the rise nationwide. And uh, then Biden went on to talk about concerns about the election. Take a listen. Each ballot must be counted. And that's what we're going to see going through now. And that's how it should be. Democracy is sometimes messy. It sometimes requires a little patience as well. And we continue to feel, Senator and I, we continue to feel very good about where things stand. We have no doubt that when the count is finished, Senator Harris and I will be declared the winners. So I ask everyone to stay calm, all the people to stay calm. The process is working. The count is being completed. And uh, we'll know very soon. Okay, now let me say something. Me personally, me personally, this Steve Harvey talk, you can quote me on this. I don't give a damn if you're mad. I really don't. I don't give a damn about Trump supporters mad, going down there marching. Four more years. Four Mm -hmm. more years. Yes. Say all that. You ain't getting it. We going to count these votes. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, you have the same opportunity to do like a lot of people did when uh, Trump won. When Trump won, that's the first time I ever saw people boycott, um, you know, march on an election. But I told y'all, they don't know when to protest. They don't know. They, the they don't know. Yes. Trump supporters and, and even Biden supporters, they don't really know when to protest. <laughs> Listen to me. Talk to black people who have been oppressed for over 400 years. We'll tell you when to march yes. and what to march for. When Trump won, it was too late to march. They not finna take him out the White House. So the marching they did, all them streets and stuff, that nice little march served no purpose. Now, the Trump supporters are going to march and stand outside. Stop the vote. You can't stop the vote. Count the vote. Make up your mind. You want us to count them or you want us to stop? See, y'all don't know what to do. So now, when he lose, y'all going to go out in the streets. But let me explain something to y'all. You're wasting your time. And we don't give a damn that you mad. (laughs) Get over it. Deal with it like we didn't have to deal with it for four years. The rhetoric, the divisiveness, the hatred. We've had to hear the spew from the president of the United States. I'll be so happy because I'm sick of watching the news. I've never watched the news this much in my life. For four straight years. Four straight years. (laughs) I want to go back to watching uh, you know, forensic files in 48 hours. <laughs> the ID Bring channel. Game of Thrones back. Damn, I want to get caught up in a series. Yes. Hell, I, hell, I watch Harry Potter. <laughs> and you know I don't give a damn about that. I never see. I wouldn't know Harry if he was standing in front of me right now. Grown now. Harry's grown. Dog, I, yeah. I swear to God, I wouldn't know him. He got a beard and everything, <laughs> everything. now, Steve. Well, I show. Sure, I mustache. probably think he was the wizard then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Harry's so old now, his ass is the wizard. <laughs> Ignorant. Harry Trotter don't trot no more. (laughs) We'll take your phone calls. 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen. We got to talk to the people, Steve. Let's holler at the folks. 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line uh, three. Let's go to line three and talk to David out of Georgia. Hey, David. David. Good morning. What's up with you, man? Good morning. 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 Come on, Dave. I need to try to dial it back from a 10 to like a 6 so I can see. Well, you down there. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I've been watching this this thing all night, and I felt as though I was at Churchill Downs. Uh, watching them turn into the home stretch, yeah. shouting, come on, Biden, come on, Biden, come on, Biden. Um, I, first, I, I just, let me back up and, and thank you, Steve, Shirley, the entire game, for, for what you're doing for our country. And, Steve, you. your closing remarks the past several days have been extraordinarily blessing. Um. Uh, my my only regret is I didn't record them. I got um, all of them recorded. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> That's really nice, though. That's really nice. releasing them on Steve Harvey FM. Mm, yeah. All of them. Don't even worry about it, David. Got all of them. See, see, y'all, listen, man. This what the excitement in Dave's voice is genuine. That's the way African Americans should feel today. Win, lose, or draw. Because listen to me. They have told us in so many words from this administration that black lives don't matter to them. He got mad when they painted it in front of the White House. He got really upset when they painted it in front of Trump Towers in New York. He has not said one word to make us feel better about any of the deaths this year, the injustice of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Aubrey, none of them. He ain't lifted his voice to say, hey, look, we've got to do something to make these oppressed people feel more a part of the American dream. He didn't lift his voice one time. Well, we heard you loud and clear. See, Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost better with what you don't say than what you do say. And it ain't fine people on both sides. Your ass can't be in a hate group and be a fine person. Right. You will no longer be the president because of yourself. And you have no one to blame except you. You and your followers who allow you to be the deceitful and immoral person that you are. Well, black people are talking to you loud and clear. In Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philly. Do you hear us now? (laughs) Do we matter yet? More calls after this. 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Hey, man. Here we are. I have a question for you. What? That I just thought of. What was, what's that, what's Steve? That? I know Donald been up all night. Donnie ain't been to bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who is he been calling? <laughs> he been wearing people all night. Tweeting, going off people, on governors. And people everybody. trying to sleep. Oh, yeah. He going off baby, baby, wake up. It's the president. 
Jesus. So I just wonder who he been talking to all night. And yeah. I, I'm like, hey, let me tell y'all something. If yeah. y'all just want to see what mm-hmm. distress look like, please cut on Fox and Friends morning show. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> the dude on the far through. right of the screen. Yeah. I think we need to get some help for him. They're going through. <laughs> they lost their swag. Uh-huh. They, they, yeah, 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 they're going yeah. through. You're going to All right, the Steve, let's talk to the people. Let's yeah, go let's to the go. phones. 877-29-STEVE. We're going to go to line one, all right? And we're going to talk to Lawrence out of Philly, baby. That's right, Philly. <laughs> hey, Lawrence out of Philly. Yo, what's yeah. up, man? Come on, get it to me. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Check out the brand new flavor in your ear. Brand new flavor in the air, okay? Come on, Craig, man. Yes. (laughs) That's absolutely. Look, this cat tried the dishes, okay? McDonald's, okay? That's what I call it, McDonald's, okay? Mm -hmm. The people here, we rocked his world because he thought this thing was set up. Mad kudos to Governor Tom Wolf, Senator Bob Casey, and Secretary of State Kathy Brockvar, whom they're calling for a resignation now, okay? So here's the move. The provisional ballots are what Trump is going to attempt to try to go to court on, okay? For those who don't know what a provisional ballot is, it's a paper ballot that's offered to voters when they believe they're registered, but their name is not, does not appear on the polling book or in the general election list. So they give them a paper ballot. That's his only angle. Our movement and the ground troops that our election process here, we have a machine that always comes out, Okay. This year, we didn't do the door-to-door as we did. Trump tried to copy right. the president, President Obama's move. It backfired, okay? Mm-hmm. With these reports in the convention center, they are observers that are there. Mm-hmm. Both parties and independent parties that are watching the process. That's right. So it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. That's right. That's right. And, brother, listen to me. You are 100% correct. See, that he trying to cast all this doubt with this little uh, monkey speech he gave at 6.30 last <laughs> night. Monkey trying to, speech. Trying to, trying to throw sympathy. disparity on the democracy <laughs> right. progress. Yeah, but if democracy. you notice, the only problem he got a problem with is where he losing. He ain't yes. said nothing about Ohio. He ain't said nothing about Mississippi, Louisiana. He ain't got no problem with none of that. Florida. Texas, cool. <laughs> it was close in Texas. He ain't uh-huh. said nothing about that. He only got a problem with the democratic process when he ain't winning it. I don't give a damn that they mad this morning. And 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 hold up, man. I'm 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 gonna talk about Philly in a minute. But we were remiss in our duties to mention Chicago. Yes, oh, sir. Yes, my hometown. Yes, Chicago. Thank you. V103. Yes. <laughs> yes. That damn Chicago. Oh, and Shy City, man. We up in there on fire smoking. Yes. Yes. I smoke with all five fingers. <laughs> That's how I, I smoke with all five fingers. I look like I'm smoking cigars so hard right now. I look like I'm eating a sandwich. Listen to me, man. So thank you to Chicago. They yeah. went blue too. And out always, the gate, they went blue. Uh-huh, out they the did. Gate. Don't even come over here playing with them. Mm-hmm. And New York. They, yes. Come on. Yes. Yes. We smoke yes. cigars with 10 fingers up there. So yes. I want a big love to them. But we're waiting. Now, uh, Atlanta has pushed. Uh, Georgia over the top. 
big love to Atlanta, man. Uh, yes, black sir. people, yeah. we learned a lot about ourselves. But the next on deck right now, in the batter's box right now, mm-hmm. is Philly. What? <laughs> Over the wall. Wait a minute. I'm eating <laughs> barbecue right now. Stop wiping my mouth. <laughs> Philly cheese steak. Philly. I'm eating a Philly cheese steak. With, <laughs> I'm eating with a Philly, beer. Philly right. cheese steak for everybody. Hold on. Here comes Philly. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about four minutes. I'm still laughing at you, Steve Harvey. Right about four minutes after. uh, It's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband has vanished. Hmm, like the president. My husband has vanished. That's that's, uh, Melania Trump and wrote in. Where is Donnie? (laughs) First, we got to get to the prank phone call. Nephew's out today. Junior is here as always. What you got for us, Junior? Dr. Petrie, I need some help. Dr. Mm. Petrie, I need some help. Run it, cat. Hello? I'm trying to reach Dr. Petrie, please. This is Dr. Petrie. Dr. Petrie, uh, my my name is uh, Jared. Jared. And and I I was hoping you could help me out with 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 a problem that I have. Okay, hello, Jared. Um, I would love to help you out with a problem. Unfortunately, though, you're Doctor Petrie, right? I am, but this is my personal number. How did you get this number? I, somebody gave me this number so I could call you and and and, and try to get some counseling from you because I got a. I, I mean, I'm 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 really in a bad situation right now. Okay, I, I can I can recognize that that you're in a bad situation, but I how did you get my number? This is my personal line. Who gave you my number? Are you 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 the doctor? You the counselor that help people with with, with 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 situations and problems and stuff, right? Yes, I am, Jared. What can I do for you, Jared? Uh, I got a a problem that uh, it seems like I'm just you know I've been married to my wife for six years. Okay, wait, 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 Jared. Now this what you're what you're about to get into. You're about to you want to go into a counseling session, and so in order to do that, I do that through making an appointment. I understand all of that, but you 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 don't understand. I'm trying to what I'm trying to tell you is that I, I got a situation and I know it's gonna happen again tonight because it's been happening all the time. I'm, I'm just I just need some. If you could just give me a little bit of help, and then I'll come in next week. But I mean, I just need you to tell me how to handle my problem, and then I'll come in next week. I just I just I need this bad right okay, now. Jared, 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 I need you to focus. Okay, I don't do this over the phone. I, however, it sounds to me like you really need a... I need you. Can you, can you be there for me just for yes. a second? Yes, I, I'm here right now. I apologize for calling you and disrupting your weekend, but can you help me out? Excuse me. Hey, tell him I'll call him back. This, I don't know what's going on. Someone gave this gentleman... Hello? Back. Tell him I'll call him back. Hello? I'm here, Jared. I'm here. Dr. Pe- is Dr. Petrie? I'm here. Tell me, tell me what's going on, Jared. I'm here to listen to you. Okay, listen. I, I've been I've been married to my wife for like six years now, and, okay. and, and and I don't know what it is, but whenever whenever we intimate, you know, I I, I get scared, and and I, I go into the closet, and, and I got a TV in there, and I watch old TV shows because I'm scared I'm scared of the the intimacy between me and her. Okay, uh, Jared, this this sounds like a particular case. Um, it's different from anything that I've experienced thus far. And I want to make sure that I address your concerns. Now we up in the big league, getting our turn at bat. What? Long as we live, you uh, and me, baby. Jared. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because we're J- moving on up. Oh, okay, Jared, focus. 
You called me, and you need me to help I, I, I'll you. Be, I'll be going, I'll be going through it. It'll be bothering me. Okay, Jared, what I need to do is I need to make sure One, that whatever... One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, oh, six, eleven o'clock, uh, twelve o'clock, yeah. rock. We're going to rock, rock the clock tonight. When the clock right two, three and four, when the band goes down. Okay. Hey, 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 Jared, Jared. Clock tonight. Please. Breathe, Jared, breathe. Oh, my. How did you get my number? How did you get my personal number? They gave me your number and said you you would be the one that would that would that would that would that, that would take care I need of me. To figure out what is really going on. Hello? I'm here. Okay, let's take a different And you knew where you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Wishing we could use a man like Herbert Huber again. Put yourself together. I want to help you. I want to help you, and I want to help your situation. I want to help you with your wife. But you you called me, and I need, if you're looking for a lifeline, for an anchor, I'm trying to be that. I need you to help me. I need you to help me with my wife, because she, I know my wife is going to leave me if I don't quit doing this. Here's a story. Of oh. a lovely lady. Oh, Jared. Oh, bringing God. up three very lovely girls. Jared, my technique is a little bit different. It may be a little unorthodox. If not but... for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The minnow. Okay. Look here. Look here. I need you to. I need. Jared, I need you to help me. Doctor. I need to get you into my office. I need to schedule an appointment with you. You need to erase my personal number from your cell phone because well, everybody knows your name. Jared, focus, 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 Jared, focus. I, there's a lot more going on here. For one, you're, you're making out a- of fun now with me and all the gang learning from each other while we do our thing. Gonna have a good time. You know what, Jared? My patience is fed up. I have no more patience with you. Now I need you to stay focused and get it together. What? Why did you call me? Why did you? How did you get my number? Why are you hollering at me? Why you supposed to be the doctor? You supposed to be the doctor? I am a doctor. Don't question my credentials, young man. You called me. I want to help you, but this has gone on too far. This is Tommy. Tommy gave me your number. Tommy, who? Steve, you know Steve, don't you? Now, look, I want to help you, but you are not allowing me to do so. So who is Tommy, who is Steven, and how did you get my number? Steven is on the radio. I don't know a Steven on the... Steven, <laughs> Steven on the radio? <laughs> As in Steve, Tommy, <laughs> on the radio? Oh, as in... Tommy, nephew, Tommy. <laughs> Dr. Petrie, you have been pranked. Oh, you... no, you didn't go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you have a colleague named Charles? You know what? I'm going to kill. Ooh, Lord, that, I can't believe Charlie did this to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how much time I was? Oh, I got God. You got, ooh, you got me flustered. I was recording you. I hope you know that. <laughs> I got to ask you something, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Petrie. Dr. Petrie. That's a good prank. That's a good Uh prank. And, you know, uh, I just want 
Oh. <laughs> you so happy today. Trump, <laughs> Spit it out. Trump supporters to know <laughs> that this is not a prank. <laughs> uh, this this really is pop no. Okay, and it's real. Pop no, I know, I know, I know it's hard. I uh-huh. know, I know you're having difficulty facing these two days of what feels like oppression to you. Mm-hmm. It's only been two days. Oh, the babies. They now, me and Junior going to come up with some things to help you through this. Uh, yeah. What you think is oppression, because we had over 400 years of it. Yeah. So now, you. y'all not handling it well. Please, y'all. I don't want to update ratings, but just turn on Fox and Friends this morning. Hey, ass. Hey, man, let me tell you something. The dude with the short dog had it be on the right of your screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, I don't think he going to make it. <laughs> now, the old white guy, he doing better with it. The girl with the blonde cropped hair, she yeah. threw. She don't want to be threw. She don't even want to be there. She's at a funeral. Yeah, she mad. But the dude on the right, he not he not gonna he not gonna survive this. Mm-mm. He not gonna do good. So yeah. maybe later on in the show, maybe me and Junior might give uh, Fox and Friends uh, <laughs> some ways to handle deep dark. We're gonna just call y'all uh, oppression because it's depression. It's not oppression, but if yeah. you want a piece of that, we can we can get at that. But they need too. some new friends yeah. though. They but need y'all need some friends. new friends, and y'all got to figure out a way, man, to get through this because y'all don't look good on Fox right now. Strawberry letter coming up next. My husband has vanished, and we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we have to take a moment before we get into the strawberry letter to say that today's show is dedicated to Georgia Democratic political leader Stacey Abrams. All right. You better know it. She has worked so diligently and so hard in in the state of Georgia. We want to say congratulations to you, Stacey Abrams. Congratulations, Queen. You are a queen. You did it. Thank you so very much. Stacey Abrams started. Mm-hmm. A large part of this mail-in campaign, yeah, uh, the yeah. the mm-hmm. ground roots are uh, 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 getting uh, folks to vote. Focus yeah. to yeah. vote. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is the bad. She's the bad chick. Yes, she is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to fear nobody. She, okay, let me go back. She's the bad queen. That's queen right. of the day. Yes, Stacey Abrams. You better go, girl. Mm-hmm. You finna get your due in this one right here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Stacy. All right. Uh, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Subject, my husband has vanished. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm, and this is not from Melania. Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, uh-uh. I'm, 
I'm Melania Trump. I'm a 40-year-old married woman that got married in September, and I'm already having problems. I met a great man in July, and we had an instant connection, and we fell in love quickly. We caught the coronavirus around the same time, so we bonded over that. We were inseparable. If he was using the bathroom, I'd sit in there and talk to him and vice versa. We were just that close. We dated for only 90 days before he popped the question. We had a wedding at the courthouse because of the pandemic, and then we honeymooned in Miami and Las Vegas. We moved into a bigger apartment in my building, and we decided to split all of our bills. A week after we moved in together, he was very different. He started telling me he needed his space and he'd leave the house without telling me where he was going. I tried to talk to him and he ignored me. Then he announced that he had to go to Chicago because he had a death in his family. I asked to go with him and he said it was a quick trip and he'd be right back. It's November, and I haven't seen him since late September. I would call him, and he wouldn't answer, and then he'd text me excuses, like he had another funeral to attend, he had car trouble, he went to jail for running a stop sign, he lost his phone, and the excuses continued so he could stay in Chicago. Then he stopped talking to me altogether, and he vanished. I just want to know why he has gone missing. I pray that he's okay. Before he left, he gave me his relative's address in Chicago. So I, uh, so should I go and check on him, or should I divorce him and put all of this, put all of his stuff out of my house? Okay, I think this is a case of um, you already know the answers before you wrote in to us. But um, since you wrote in, I guess you know we'll answer it. I'll answer it this way because this is a very strange, it's very odd behavior for someone, I'll say, who isn't on drugs or who isn't hiding a terrible, terrible secret or something. Um, I, I think this man is gone, okay? I think he's not coming back. I know you got swept up in the fairy tale, you know, love at first sight, 90 days, you guys bonded very quickly, but really, you knew nothing about this man. You knew nothing about him. You guys sitting in the bathroom while you go and all that, that's, that's not love so deep. That's, that's, I, I don't know what that is, but I don't want any parts of it. And you know Steve Harvey doesn't want any parts of it, okay? Uh-uh. I, I, I think <laughs> to save yourself some heartache and pain, I just, you, you really have to let this go. That, that's all I can tell you. I mean, it, it's not like he's missing in life or, or something happened to him. You've spoken to this man. Uh, all, all you've gotten were lies upon lies upon lies. He vanished from your life, as you say, but uh, he's still very much alive and very much around. He's just not with you. Uh, the hard truth is, um, hmm. I, I know you don't want to hear this, but just sitting around pining over someone, uh, that's just not the right answer. He's been lying to you all along, which means you should treat this marriage as a lie too and get on with your life. I mean, What's what's the point in calling, you know, in this address in Chicago? He's not going to be there. And if he is, he's just going to lie or he's instructed those people to lie. Get on with your life. Put the stuff out of your house and, and move on. You don't even know this man. Steve. All right. Uh, I don't know how to do this. About how much time I got? Give me an estimate. About a minute. Nah, let me see how I'm going to do this here. Mm-hmm. It's so many things wrong here. 
But yeah. just with the minute I got left, let me just mm-hmm. give you the main part of it. He probably gone because y'all was sitting there and in that bathroom. <laughs> That's probably did it I right there. I didn't have that. I knew. I you think know. when it was his turn to sit in there while you was using the bathroom, <laughs> I think that's what did it. He was handling it while he was sitting in there and you was in there talking to him. But when you was using the bathroom, he at one point said, Good Lord, Jesus, where is my father God? That's the beginning of the end of this damn letter. So I knew the letter was over as soon as I read that line right there. Now, when I come back, I'm going to tell you what else I think is going on. All right, Steve. Can't wait to hear it. We'll have part two. Golly! response coming up at 23 minutes after. What did you eat? We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter, the subject, and we found out it was not written by Melania Trump. My husband has vanished. <laughs> let's get back into this bathroom, Steve. All right, now, Jeez. I got I to gotta recap this for y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. This 40-year-old married woman got married this past September. Mm-hmm. Already having problems. Met a great man in July. Uh-huh. <laughs> July, probably around the 4th. Mm, okay. You no, know, okay. problem I'm mm-hmm. assuming somewhere around yeah. there. You know, they yeah, had barbecue. a function or something, uh-huh. something. Mm-hmm. We caught the coronavirus around the same time, so we bonded over that. I'm going to come back to that. We okay. were inseparable. Uh-huh. He was using the bathroom. I'd sit there and talk to him and mm-hmm. vice versa. We were just that close. Mm-hmm. Ah! Let's stop right here. Did you just stop the car? (laughs) (laughs) What did you just say? She said, met a man, I'm a 40-year-old woman, got married in September, and I'm already having problems. Mm -hmm. Next thing to point out to me, if he was using the bathroom, I'd sit there and talk to him and vice versa. I go the beginning of your damn problem. (laughs) Talking about we was just that close. I got news for you. That's too damn close. Yes, I love my wife and the ground she walking on. Mm. She ain't never. Matter of fact, I don't let her come by the door when I'm in there. Because I don't want her to feel no other kind of way about me. Thank you. She can't crack the door. Uh-uh. She uh-uh. can't slide a note under the door. None of that. None of Matter that. of fact, get your ass back five feet from this damn door. Because I can't tell you what's happening in here. You need to be I got alone. water running. I got matches lit. I got them little sticks dipped down in the oil. I got incense burning and a cigar. I'm oh, trying to kill Get you some everything that's happening in here. You sitting up in there talking to each other. I'm going to tell you what happened. Oh, God. Now, I'm going to get back to that. We dated for 90 days before he popped the question. Mm-hmm. Had a wedding at the courthouse because of the pandemic, and then we honeymooned in Miami, Las Vegas. Wait a minute, hold up. You know what all these problems is y'all having right now? What? What? Let me go back to it. We caught the coronavirus around okay. the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so y'all making all these decisions while you sick. <laughs> 
getting married all of the sick ass people uh -huh. two people with corona don't need to be making these type of decisions that's why y'all was sitting up in that bathroom talking to each other because you had lost your taste and smell and your ass was sitting in that bathroom with that damn corona because you had lost your taste and your damn smell. But once that corona got off of your ass and you realized what you were smelling, oh, we got to get the hell out of here. So here we go. Okay. Now, you that's just set up point. here. Oh, that's what happened. Uh -huh, a week uh -huh. after we moved in together, he was very different. He yeah. wasn't sick no more. <laughs> yes, he different. He started telling me he needed space. We got space, you know how? See, now, when y'all sitting in the bathroom and he ain't got corona, uh -huh. and now he need his space. He, It's been real strong in that bathroom. He got to get the <laughs> hell out the house, the whole damn house. He leave the house without telling me where he was going. Probably just sitting out in the car getting some fresh air. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I don't really know what's happening right here. So, so then, then he announced that he had to go to Chicago because he had a death in the family. Uh -huh. I asked, could I go with him? And he, he said, it's a quick trip. He'll be right back. Uh -huh. It was November. It's November. And I have not seen him since late September. <laughs> well. What? Now, let, let's husband. be honest now. Yeah. Black people do have some long ass funerals. <laughs> Not that so, long. 30 so, days. Oh, no, yeah. I don't and then oh, he know. said you'd call him and he wouldn't answer, then he text you excuses like mm -hmm. he had another funeral to go to. See, now four black funerals is about four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so that do could be math. it too. Do the math. <laughs> he stopped talking to me all together and he's vanished. I just want to know why he has gone missing. I pray that he's okay. Quit praying for this he's man. Fine. He's just yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. Should I go and he gave me an address to a relative in Chicago. Should I go check on him or should I divorce him and put all this stuff out of my house? Listen to me, lady. You don't really know this man. You just met him in July. Right. This man got another family. Mm -hmm. He got another whole situation going on. He doing the same thing with somebody up in Chicago, too. Listen to me. He don't know you, and you don't know him. You ain't so in love with this man because you can't live without him because you ain't had long enough to live with him. So uh -oh. you find out if you can live without a person after you done found out time how it is living with him. But if you huh. ain't live with him long enough to figure out that you can't live without him, pack all that stuff up. Get yourself That's an annulment. Right. Get yeah. your marriage annulled. Go down to the court and get it annulled. Get you an annulment. You ain't even got to get a divorce. You can get this annulled. Mm -hmm. See, that's all you got to do. Go on about your business. Put all that stuff out your house. Yeah. Quit looking for him. Snap out of and it. don't make no more damn decisions while your ass is sick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your phone call's coming up. Thank you, Steve. 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's get back to the phones, okay? 877-29-STEVE if you want to call and talk to Steve. Let's go to line five and talk to Hope out of Virginia. Hey, Hope out of Virginia, how are you this morning? I am great. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for taking my call. Beautiful. Hope, what's on your mind? Um, 
I just want to say I have two things that I, I really want to say. Uh, first is that I think that 2020, the year, has been just a dynamic year. It has pulled a lot of layers back and things that have needed to be talked about has definitely come to the forefront. So I'm thankful for that. And I just encourage everybody to read uh, Genesis chapter uh, uh 15, verse 13, when God tells Abraham that I will have your seed captured in a land that is not their own for 400 years. And after that, they will be, I mean, they will be made slaves and servants. But after that, I will raise your people up and have their oppressors at their feet. So I just want to encourage everybody to read that. (laughs) Glory, glory, glory. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. I just Giving God the glory. Uh-huh. Yes, I, I was just shouting. Uh-huh. I was just, just shouting. Girl, you made hope. Hope you made me run round the roof. How? <laughs> she has one more thing to say, Steve. Go ahead, Hope. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, just one more thing. I wanted to talk about Trump and how these QAnons, these Trumpers, some Republicans are jumping on his bag wagon too, and they're saying that the Democrat elite are involved in sex trafficking and pedophilia mm-hmm. rings. But to me, the only person that I've seen snatching up and stealing kids in the last couple of years, Uh-oh. hey, is Uh-oh. Trump. Where are those babies? Where are those kids? I don't know if they're being sold off as uh, slaves themselves to some kind of elite people or groups. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, all I can say is, all I seen out the White House, which I tried to say before y'all voted for him, was I told you he was involved in pornography when he was dating a porn star. That's what <laughs> I told y'all. And he tried to play the porn star with 130,000. Then he had Playboy Bunny walking around his house. <laughs> In looking in Melania's room up in Trump Tower. That's what I said. I, uh, Democrats ain't into none of that. None of <laughs> that. All said. right, coming up, our NFL none picks with Pimpin' right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, we're back live. Listen, um, you had some me. breaking news, didn't you? Excuse me, folks. We have breaking news. May I have your undivided attention, please? Can you turn the background music down? This is breaking news. Breaking news, may I have your undivided attention, please? I don't mean to alarm anyone, but this is a significant piece of news. Ladies it? and gentlemen, as of now. Yes. Philly to flip their ass. <laughs> Philly. <laughs> Philly to flip the script. WDAS 105.3. Philly. Philly to flip it on them. Biden is now leading by over 5,000 votes in the city of Philadelphia, in the state of Pennsylvania. The entire state has been flipped blue. The blue wall is complete with Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, uh, and Pennsylvania. New York, Minnesota. Uh, This is our breaking news once again. Philly to flip on their ass. <laughs> Philly let them have it. Oh now, oh now, oh now, oh say can 
you see <laughs> by the dawn's uh-huh. early light. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's in the song. Yeah, no, you didn't pull that you want us to stand up for, mm-hmm. that we are trying to draw attention to what's happening to our lives. The fact that you have not taken one moment of your presidency to acknowledge the hurt that people who are oppressed must be feeling. Because of the fact that you claim that Black Lives Matter was a Marxist communist organization. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me, sir? The irony of all of this is that all four of these cities came, all four of these states came down to the vote in the city areas, the most condensed areas, what you call urban areas. We know it's just the black folks. So now in Milwaukee, they turned around the election in Wisconsin. In Detroit, they turned around the election in Michigan. Chicago didn't even play with you. Mm-mm. It went blue soon as the polls opened. <laughs> you, you walk this dog oh, somewhere else in Chicago. Right. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the stunner started happening. You went over there and are actually losing in a traditionally red state be- called Arizona because you are your policies towards people is so evil and disruptive. And now you can't even win in Maricopa County where you pardon Sheriff Joe, who was just treating the Mexican population like they were dirt. You in trouble there. And now Georgia, which has always been a red state, they done flip blue, homie. And guess why? Cause of Atlanta and Savannah and Columbus. That's why you you can't win there now. And now we went up to Philly. Mm. You had all that red going on, but you forgot all them black people you ignored and messed over. And you didn't know this, man. You didn't really think black lives mattered. But I bet you know it matters now because our votes do. Philly then showed up. Mm. It's a wrap, sir. Jeff mm. gives out. Joe Biden over 300 electoral votes. You ain't that much damn voter corruption in the world, which there ain't none anyway. They're on Fox talking about this dead person they found. <laughs> and we Lord. need to shout out to yeah. uh, the Pittsburgh so Steelers. They uh, gave money yeah. last night to the ballot to the counters po- mm-hmm. in, in uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. So shout out to Hats the to yeah, the Steelers, man, mm-hmm. for doing that. Hats off to the Atlanta Hawks for opening up the State Farm Arena down there oh, yes, to give yes, people yes. a place to vote. Hats mm-hmm. off to all the NFL and basketball players and baseball players that urged everybody to vote. Move Hats it. off it's to all move. the rappers that came up and showed up. I even want to send a shout-out to the strippers for releasing that incredible video <laughs> about <laughs> get your ass right. to the polls. We'll be back with more of with the Steve Harvey that. Morning Show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning show <laughs> Philly okay. Philly mm-hmm. Philly Man. yeah yeah that's yeah. what we mm-hmm. shot out right now mm-hmm. Philly yeah. Pittsburgh Biden is in the lead in Pennsylvania Philly mm-hmm. mm. you know what Shirley had a good suggestion too Steve off the air remember Shirley you wanted to shout out the poll oh workers, yeah the, the poll people. workers yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah.
they're working so hard right now, you know, probably for minimum wage or something. And, you know, they got to work all day. I mean, like everyone, but I mean, it's stressful right now because they're, yeah. they're being threatened. Um, you know, the world is looking at them, you know, yeah. and all of that. So I just wanted to yeah. say thank yeah. you. We appreciate yeah. you. And, and just thank you for doing such a great job and stay safe. And, and we cover you. You know, we do the in poll Jesus workers. Name. Yeah, and yes, 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 yes. Ba- yes. Counting the ballots. All y'all everything. doing is counting the ballots. Ain't y'all that's fault? Hard work. Yeah, yeah right, that's hard right. work. You're doing your job. Part of the democratic mm-hmm. process. They look. I ain't down there counting because I be laughing, laying back. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one. Biden, 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 Biden. They go Trump. Biden, 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 Trump. Biden, 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 Biden. Damn boy, they ain't look good over here. <laughs> what observe is that? Come on here and check this sugar honey iced tea out. Turn on that dog. Ah, man, I'll be throwing ballots at observers. They lucky my we'll be back ass ain't down that count. Of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. Thank you, poll workers. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go to the phone, Steve. We got let's we haven't go. talked to the people in a minute. Eight seven seven twenty nine, Steve. Let's go to line four and talk to Jeffrey out of Temple Hills, Maryland. Jeffrey. All right. Or okay. let's go to line Ball six. Drop. I think, yeah, I think we lost him. Let's go to line six. Talk to Alex out of Philly. Alex. Hey, what's happening, everybody? What's happening? <laughs> what up, Philly? See, see, see. What? Sing this song with me. Here you go. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. nah. Hey. hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Alligator. Whatever. There you go. Take okay. all that take all that racism with you. Take all that mm-hmm. divisive rhetoric. Take all of that. You don't give a damn about nobody but the rich, but you fake it like you care about the working people. You don't give a damn about nobody but Donald Trump. Mm-mm. All right, we got another call, Bye. Steve. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Let's go to line one and talk to Maurice out of uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Maurice out of Delaware, right outside of Philly. Where's What's up? up? Where's that? Where's that? What? What? Don't get that turkey up out of the mouth. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> Talk to you. Yeah, I'm I'm home of uh, the future president of the United States. That's, that's right. Help. In Wilmington, that's right. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, congratulations. congratulations to everybody in Philly. I know what you must feel like. I live in Atlanta. I voted in Atlanta. Yes, sir. Uh, our radio show is on in Atlanta. We own in Philly. We own in Detroit. We own in Chicago. We own in Dallas. We own in Houston. We own in Detroit. We own everywhere that made a difference. New York City, WBLS. They shut the door right away. Ain't even question about us. We didn't question New York. Come up in here with this. We is who we is in New York. We New York strong. New York take it all. Mm-hmm. Epic Center for the Coronavirus in the beginning, yeah. 9-11. This is New York, man. Nobody mm-hmm. playing with you. We bad up in here. 
showed up and showed out. Man, we we flexing. And we got every right to flex. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners on the Steve Harvey Morning Show for responding to our pleas and cries. It was you who turned this election around. Now, nobody fool you. Oh, they're going to want to give credit to suburban women. That's cool. Ain't no problem. But they wasn't counting the suburbs in the last ones I saw in Detroit. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Here we are on this very historic day. We're back. Um, Steve, before we get into your closing remarks, we got to say happy birthday to our very own Mississippi Monica. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, birthday. Monica. Please go to her Instagram and follow her. That would mean more to her than the victory uh, in the White House. (laughs) At Mississippi Monica. Just go do that. That'll mean more to her. Let me get to this. Wait, what's, okay. what's happening? What, what's, what's on, on your no, mind? No, I got some things on my mind because I want to say this as, okay. a, as a person who, these are my closing remarks, as a person who is in the radio world that where we uh, give out information and help keep people informed, not only laughing and entertained, but keep them informed. Let me say this. As the leader of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, I personally don't have anything against Republicans. I really don't. I happen to have Republican friends. There are a lot of fine Republicans. See, but I'm talking about Republicans, though. There's a lot of fine Republicans. Now, if you're a Republican that's in a white supremacist group, that excludes you. If you're a Republican in the Proud Boys, that excludes you. I'm talking about just good people who happen to be Republicans. I ain't got no problem with that. I ain't got no problem with your views. I do really don't. You are free to agree whatever you want to agree. But I had the same freedom too. We can't all agree the same thing, but we can get along, right? See, the problem I have, though, for the last four years is not the Republicans, but the person that you elected as your representative. See, that's been the whole problem. See, I listened to this man lie over and over and over. And why y'all stop listening to the lies, that baffled me a bit, I must admit. But for some reason, you chose to allow this immoral person to be your representative. And you rode with him and you let him get away with stuff that you would never have letting anybody else get away with. He he wanted to roll back to health care. Obamacare is a disaster. Well, we've been waiting for four years for you to roll it back, but you got nothing better. Because everything you could roll it back to would have to kill pre-existing conditions. And that was the great thing about Obamacare. It could use a little tweaking here and there. But everything that we were required to tweak it would have meant that y'all would have gave somebody some more. And you know that ain't what you do. You don't give people more. And then he comes on TV last night and he gives this whole speech that was the design to destroy the democratic process which your country was built on. Let me just give you your stuff now. Your country was built on the democratic process, the whole constitution. And all of a sudden he went up there and just ripped that to shreds last night. And you know what reason he did it for y'all? Simply because he wants to be king. Yo, dog, I don't mind the Republican president. I got a problem with a Republican king. 
You ain't king, man. And now we done stepped up and showed you something. So now, let me tell you what happened to you this week. See, you, you're trying to tout and take credit for something you did. First of all, you took credit for economy that you inherited. Let's just be honest about that. Now, today, guess what Fox News says? That employment, if these numbers had came out before the election, he'd be president. Employment is down 6.9% and jobs is up 600,000. Do you know why employment is down? Because most people have fallen off the employment rikes. Their employment is up, so that takes you off unemployment. Do you know why else's unemployment is down? Because people went back to work. You know why people had to go back to work? Because they had to make a choice between health or wealth. And if you ask me, do I take care of my family or I take home, stay home and play it safe, I got to take a chance to go take care of my family. But the reason we in a health crisis is because you handle the pandemic wrong. And the other reason people had to go back to work is because you killed the stimulus package and said you deal with that after the election. But now that your ass ain't fitting to get reelected, I bet you don't pass the stimulus package before January. Because it's always been about you, man. See, you killed everything. You killed the stimulus package. Then you killed the Colin Kaepernick movement. Then you told the NFL players they all ought to get fired for getting on their knees, man. See, you think black people forgot all of this while you was forgetting about us. And now you've trained Fox to be divisive. And so now Fox News is all depressed. So now let me talk to y'all for a minute. It's only been two days of depression that you all have had to sit through, and it's going to get a little bit worse. I'm just going to forewarn you that this, 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 but it's just depression. It's not oppression. See, oppression is different. It's ongoing. It lasts 400 years. It comes from having no rights of any kind, no decision-making process. You just get oppressed. So now, let me help you understand a couple of things, man. Y'all want to know what I'm confused about? What do he want us to do? Is it the poll's fault that he ain't the president? It, do you don't want the mail-in do mail votes to count? It, you took all the damn mailboxes. Do you want us to keep counting as long as you winning? Do you want us to stop counting, man? You want the observers to stand closer than six feet? They can't stand closer than six feet because your ass won't admit that we got a virus and we got to practice social distancing. That's why your ass ain't close. It ain't that we don't want you to see the votes. It's just you got corona and we don't want you on our ass. Bad up and get out the White House. Let me pay for the moving truck. <laughs> for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.